Hello, welcome. This is the Heim Time Podcast with your main meat mommy and daddy. My name is Travis. I'm Emma. And thank you for listening once again uh, to your favorite uh, meat uh, slash business slash uh, nacho related podcast. Um, this uh, episode was awesome. Yeah, this episode was packed full of secrets. Actually, Ooh, we dropped a secret that I don't know secret. if many of you were expecting. So listen to figure out what our secret is. But then we also shared a lot of uh, business advice or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we're the best at that. A lot of BS, that. yeah. Um, and uh, things that we think will help others yeah that's a great way to put it Dave <laughs> and the, um, uh, we talked uh, a little bit about what's been going on in Dallas with our new restaurant opening um, we did a lot of listener questions this week yeah. which is something we brought back um, so hopefully we'll get some more uh, listener questions and in general it was just a it was a good podcast we we answered um, one of the biggest questions of uh, how do you, what's the most difficult thing going from a food truck to a restaurant that we spent a lot of time on and a bunch of other stuff. So great. Happy to be back, um, with you and doing these episodes, mm -hmm. please support us at patreon.com slash time podcast. Um, that, uh, any, uh, it's like $5 a month and, um, hopefully we're knocking out, you know, at least four episodes a month for you guys uh, on Patreon too. We're asking, what are your questions? What do you want us to talk yeah. about? Trying to do some exclusive merch on there, some exclusive videos. Um, so please support that. That's a great way to support this so we can keep it going. Um, we're going to try to get some sponsors and some other stuff, but until then, uh, please give us a follow, like, subscribe, YouTube, uh, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you listen to a podcast, leave us a review because um, all of that stuff directly helps us uh, get more people to listen to RBS and we can keep doing <laughs> this. So um, thanks again for listening. You got anything else? Good evening. Good evening. Forward, Texas. Hit it, Paul. We're back. We're on Main Street. <laughs> Not, Not really. really. <laughs> uh, welcome to your favorite uh, meat-related podcast. My name is Travis Heim. I'm Emma Heim. And this is Heim Time Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. We've welcome. Had, welcome. We've had a little bit of a break because um, a lot going on in our personal lives. Right. We opened a uh, another restaurant, um, Heim Barbecue in Dallas yes. on Mockingbird Lane, right by uh, Love Field, um, which has been fun. <laughs> and uh, three weeks in, yeah, three weeks in, it's still open, um, which is great. <laughs> so we're counting that as a blessing, um, especially in in twenty uh, twenty. Um, so exciting! So we, uh, especially this episode, is just going to be M and I. Um, we have a lot of listener questions, mm -hmm. uh, which are really, really cool. Um, thought I had a bug on me. Sorry. Um, 
We, uh, if, if you want to support this podcast directly, you can at patreon.com slash Heimtime podcast. My mother today asked me what is Patreon. Oh, um, so that was a great uh, practice for explaining. Um, it's basically just a way for you to directly support this podcast, what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so podcasts don't really make money. Um, that's obviously not why we're doing this. And, uh, on, on a side note, uh, don't open a barbecue place if you want to make money. Cause that no, doesn't do work it, either. Do it. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, we're working on getting some sponsors and stuff like that until then, uh, this is just cost money. And so, uh, our patrons now we're up to 13 patrons, Yay! which is a huge deal. Thanks um, mom. Yeah. Eric and <laughs> Sylvia. Uh, awesome. A bunch of other, uh, really awesome people, um, that support us on there. It's literally $5 a month. And, uh, so you, you can support. Um, we put all of the episodes on there uh, early, um, and we're doing some other videos, some other stuff. So you can ask questions that we'll answer on here. We'll literally do whatever you want, you know, for One five bucks a um, month. One of our Patreon listeners came to the friends and family yeah. event that we just had in Dallas because we invited those followers to come. So that was kind of cool meeting him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like special Patrick. stuff, special events we're going to do. We're going to do some merch drops. That was one of the questions we got today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of that stuff will be on there exclusively. And then uh, <laughs> we'll go and then, you know, maybe down the road we get that bush's beans money and we start making some real money we on forgot this our beans today um yeah well you know they didn't reach out so that's their own fault you know we're moving on <laughs> we're gonna go with uh what are the other bean is there another bean company is that the only fiesta dude yeah seasoning you know, Honestly, Ranch Style's been knocking on our door, and, you know, I'm a Bushes <laughs> fan, but I'm like, hey, you know, if Bushes don't want to step up to the table, um, you know, then we got to do what's best Man, for us. Ranch, is, ranch Style's still pretty good. Yeah, we got mouths to feed, so Bushes, bring bring it on if you're coming, and uh, we'll go. If you're listening for the first time, you probably have no clue what we're talking about, but uh, thank you. We really appreciate you listening, so... Um, this is fun. So where do we begin? This has been, uh, a little bit, a little bit busy. We, uh, if you're listening to this, there was an election that happened. A lot of Mm -hmm. people are talking about, I don't know much about it. Um, so a lot's happened. (laughs) Where, uh, where do we begin? Uh, personally or either way, personally, well, let's drop the news. Drop the news. Shall we drop the news? Drum roll, please. In 42 days, mm-hmm. I will be having our first child. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pregnant. Yay. I've been hiding behind <laughs> this uh, table here. So we're expecting a little girl. Uh, due date is December 22nd. Christmas baby. Christmas Very baby, just like me. I'm December 21st. Poor Poor girl, I always envisioned my child to have, like, fun July 4th birthdays with uh, cookouts and pool parties, but we're not doing that. We, we're we super excited, super blessed, super thankful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I feel like I've leveled up in life, so all you parents out there, I kind of, I mean, even though she's not even here, I kind of feel like I know what, what you've been feeling, so. Um, 
Yeah. Are you excited? Crazy. I, I'm excited. Shout out to Paul. Some studio tricks to make it seem like uh, you've been hiding yeah, this. Right. And you've actually been on the news, what, three or four I've times? I've been, yeah. On TV. Um, and I'm, I'm obviously pregnant, but you can't tell. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited is a word. I'm nervous. Um, when we say we have a lot going on, you know, it's kind of like uh, we definitely have a lot going on. And so... Um, it's, it's been incredible and, um, I, (laughs) this is going to sound stupid. Um, you don't, I think, realize what all is involved (laughs) until, uh, you, your wife's pregnant and, uh, and I'm assuming I'm the father. Yeah. You are the father. Okay, good. Um, Murray told me (laughs) that's good. Um, so check that, you know, off the list. Um, no, it's uh, Walker, my friend Walker and I were talking about this where Mm -hmm. he said the other day, like we kind of have the easy part. Like you ladies have to do all of, uh, all of the tough, you know, uh, stuff. And there's so many different things that happen in your body and, hormones and everything. Um, so so you're doing a great job. That's all I was going to say. Too many doctor visits. (laughs) Yeah. And also you've opened a restaurant in the middle. I've opened a restaurant. Yeah. And annoyingly have been running tickets in the kitchen, running the expo. And I've had to tell you to cut it out (laughs) and go sit in a corner and you don't listen to me. I've been better the last couple of days. I've like, I've still been present in near the kitchen front expo, I guess, like on the side of front of house. But yeah, no, for a couple of days, I was definitely, I was like literally expoing and you were like, I'm going to literally lose it. And I just can't, I don't know. It was dangerous. It's dangerous. But, um, I personally would like to thank white claw for (laughs) helping this baby (laughs) inside of me (laughs) Uh, Um, and quarantining and Joe T's margaritas. Yeah. A combo, a lethal combo. Mm-hmm. Um, it beats any amount of birth control. The <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's probably something to that of like we've never had time to just relax. Yeah, no, and seriously. In quarantine, we it's been really. A lot of people say this, and it feels um, somewhat privileged, I would say, to say this, but I've, I have heard a lot of, and a lot of friends that are like, I got to spend time with my kids. Mm -hmm. I've got to spend time with my wife. I've had time to, and I know a lot of people, that's not the case. And a lot of people are really struggling and, and everybody's struggling, but, Mm -hmm. um, but too, if there is any silver lining, I feel like, um, that's great because you got knocked up and we have time to, there's there's nothing you can change in this situation i can't like call abbott and be like hey bro 25 (laughs) percent isn't going to work for me um and so i really just took on that mindset of there's not anything i can do and also this is the one time in my life that there's not something i can do Mm -hmm. um as far as our company and restaurants go and so i think i was just like a a peaceful time in my life. And I'm still kind of like that. I'm still super like Zen for some reason, which is not how I am naturally or prior to getting pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so I think that had a lot to do with it. So yeah. And and the white claws (laughs) and a heavy amount of white claw. (laughs) If you want to sponsor us, you know, no, I, I, I think it's awesome. I, uh, I'm, I'm excited and we know, (laughs) yeah. Can't you tell? 
Um, I'm excited, and I'm I'm more worried about the parenting side of it. And I've even always like, said that too. You get into the like. Uh, what church are we going to go to? What mm-hmm. school are we going to go to? Is our kid going to go to public school, private school? Or are we going to do this? Are we going to do that? Yeah. You know, it's like, and then you realize that's so far away from even where we're at right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just, just not even here. The stress of, uh, well, look, is you don't want like a shitty kid. <laughs> that's a good I point. mean, like, honestly, you know, like, yeah. you, you want to like install very, Good instill, excuse me, pregnancy brain, um, morals and, you know, beliefs and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And you also want to expose them to different beliefs and different ways of life and foods and all of these different things. But then it's like, but is this the best for my child? And yeah, or even also like, uh, and I get this, you know, because I think our parents were the same way, but just a protection thing of, you know, you're so concerned with uh and again that's like so far down the road from where we're at but i think maybe that's natural years and stuff well just everything just (laughs) i mean and and then now it's you know we one positive thing too is almost all of our friend group the majority of our friend group has all had kids recently and for the most part have all had girls yeah it's super weird so it's kind of a cool cool. side note too that you know that's uh, cool you know and, and who knows you know who you'll be friends with years from now but it's like exciting that our close friend group mm-hmm. all uh you know lives kind of close to each other and had that and so too you've had um you've been able to like ask hey is this normal is this normal whatever yeah and then also facebook group or what's that thing you're in that you said oh has like been positive? um what to expect the app mm-hmm. you can join community groups mm-hmm. and so i joined december 2020 babies and it's just so interesting obviously i don't know the difference because i've never been pregnant before or expecting a child but like pandemic baby versus like regular baby mm-hmm. and like oh like i'm going on a baby moon to tahiti and like that that's obviously not an option or anything you know baby mooning or traveling and um so it's kind of been interesting reading other people's experiences with the pandemic and um quarantining while pregnant and like a lot of judgment i would think not like from me or mm-hmm. you know accepting any judgment just like reading what people you know, are doing and Mm -hmm. what is acceptable for them may not be acceptable for others during this time. And so it's kind of, it's been interesting, but I've learned a lot. I still know nothing. I still feel completely inadequate, (laughs) but figure it out. Yeah. Um, I plan to keep her alive. So, and I've, that's something that I wasn't (laughs) fully aware of, but there's a very real mom guilt and a very real. What's funny is I feel that about the restaurants at times. (laughs) Like if I'm not there, you know, at Uh, like 8.30 a.m. or whatever, you know, there's a sense of that. And I used to joke about that, like, oh, this must be what mom guilt is like. And then, yeah, mom guilt is a thing, you know. And am I describing that right? Like it's like. I think it's like if you went to like happy hour and like left your kid with like grandma or a neighbor or something like you feel like you should be there. Well, yeah, I mean, or didn't get wasted. I don't know. But I think it's just not being with your kid. You and, feel kind of bad. And two, I guess the other side of that is down to like at what diapers you use Dude, and like every judgment possible thing. and all yeah. that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, it, it all 
aspects of life are like that, but that's something that I didn't know. I'm kind didn't of understand. letting anything like that roll off my shoulders at this point. Like any advice that I've gotten from my good friends are like, mm-hmm. you know, literally a stroller is a stroller. It's a mm-hmm. brand. They all do the same thing. It doesn't matter which one you use. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a good mindset to be in. So, yeah. And I, yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, there's things like all of that of like, oh, they have this uh, carrier, you have this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, diaper thing or whatever. But I'm just like, <laughs> I cannot believe this is a thing. But so if you're listening to this, this is legit insider information. We just actually posted on our personal social media um, this last week. We're sitting in the um, dry storage at Mockingbird in Dallas and decided to post. We waited a long time. Um, just because of the year and because of everything that we've gone through and because of, you know, opening the restaurant, the election, pandemic, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of different things. And so we made the conscious decision, which is to not post. But what's interesting is um, we got a lot of kickback from that, you know, from our friends, like why not all of our friends, just some of our friends, like, why didn't you guys post and mm-hmm. all of these different things. And, you know, our lives are clearly very open book. Um, and this was a fun sweet, wonderful thing that we were trying to keep to ourselves. And so now that it's out there, it's, it's been really fun too. Like we had a small baby shower and, you know, it's really Socially fun. Distanced, yeah. yeah. It's really fun and exciting to finally get to celebrate her, even though this year has felt pretty overwhelming and uncontrollable. This is something that's been super sweet for us. And I think, and I wanted to talk about that because, and to, uh, just to clarify, not like people like, what is wrong with you? But just like, it's, and, and there was even uh, a family member that said something that was like, oh, I haven't been on Facebook, so I have that we haven't seen in a while. And they were like, I haven't been on Facebook, so I didn't know when they found yeah, out. Yeah, and, and we hadn't posted. But I thought, and I thought to myself, that's such an interesting thing mm-hmm. of like, so much of our lives and you can put me down for saying that social media is the worst thing to happen to humans in the history of existence. I just want to be clear. (laughs) Um, and, uh, especially Facebook, Twitter, all of that, but it's such a strange thing where so much of our lives are in that. And I think, and she didn't mean anything by it. She was just like, I haven't been on Facebook. And it's like that as as if that's a normal thing that, that people would post Mm -hmm. about. And it is a completely normal thing that people would post about. And I think for us, it was just, you know, there's so much going on. We, you're worried. I'm still worried even doing this, you know, it's worried. I'm worried about, you know, making sure that everybody's healthy and that everything's good. And, um, you're concerned about that. And then as you said, you know, we are nobody, but a lot of our lives are public and, um, you know, that's just how it is. And then sitting in front of a microphone every week and talking Mm -hmm. probably doesn't help that. (laughs) But it was such a, an interesting and beautiful thing of when, when we found out kind of the roller coaster of emotions, everything that you go through, and then just being like, you know what, we really just want to keep this to ourselves. Yeah, it was sweet. I think um, from our perspective there, and I'm not saying anyone has to do this or not do this, whatever, but I think it was really cool. Another part that you brought up was it was really cool being able to tell people yeah like I like every podcast 
Grady, Jonathan, like Daniel, uh, like, yeah, Daniel, I like got to tell in person. And those are like, those are our friends. And mm-hmm. so it was really fun to be able to just show them like, they were like, what you guys like mm-hmm. super excited for us. And it's exciting for us to get to tell them. So, and it's awesome when you, when you, if you post on social media or whatever and everybody, you know, that's great. But I think that, you know, all of our close friends, we told obviously family, everybody, yeah. and, and you brought up a point one time of like, I don't need, you know, someone from my middle school to know on Facebook, know. you know, or it's like, Love it's you just, guys, yeah, but- <laughs> well, nothing against it, but it's just like, you know, um, it's such a special thing and there's so much involved with it. And then, and everything that goes into, you know, mm-hmm. uh, having a child, all of your emotions, everything that's just kind of crazy that, um, it's wild. And so, yeah, so that was a big moment when we posted on our social media and it's like, and it's just too, it's weird. And, and, and so then describe that, like, that was awesome. I felt like we like really it felt, felt really good because we had hidden it for so long that it was like, Oh, like mm-hmm. it was like people seemed genuinely happy, mm-hmm. you know? And it was a, for me, it was like two days after the election, I think. Um, but for me, my main thing and what I hope for my daughter always is that she'll be like a light to the world. And there was so much dark and negativity and just like, just people being rude that then it was like, you know, Hey, here's something cool. Here's like, you know, this little girl that's going to come into the world and good news, good, good news. And, you know, people were so surprised. And so, Mm -hmm. I don't know, it was super fun to keep it secret for so long. I almost went all the way. Like I almost was like, let's go all the way with it. But you know, we had the baby shower this past weekend and I wanted people to be able to post on their stories and stuff if they wanted to and not feel weird. And, Mm -hmm. um, not that that was a driving force in us posting, but it was, I think it was good timing for us. Yeah, I agree. And And everyone uh, does their own thing too. So, (laughs) yeah. Oh, it's Paul coming in here. We're, Hello. We're, there's been uh, a small issue with a uh, wasp in the studio, <laughs> and uh, it's just, and, oh, yeah, he's about to kill a wasp. Boom. <laughs> nice. Got him. Um, so uh, to um, not to interrupt, but Paul is uh, working on a new studio. This is Paul, by the way. We've talked about you. Action. What's up? <laughs> what is going on? Um, and so Paul is working on a new studio that will be yeah. ready uh, pretty soon. Yeah. Yep. In a couple of months. two to three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be something that Fort Worth has never seen before. Mm. Okay. There oh, you go. Yeah. There you have it. Love it. All right. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Exterminator. <laughs> But Thank for you. now, we're dealing with wasps, so that's how it is. Um, again, support that Patreon, patreon.com slash time podcast, and, uh, you know, it'll be good. But, support yeah. that and our new baby. The, the new studio is going to be awesome, so shout out uh, Paul and everything he's got going. Um, and he's also killing wasps today, so we appreciate that. Um, yeah, so... Well, it's crazy. We got a lot going on, but that is one bright spot to an otherwise crappy year. Yeah. It's been good. Super clear-minded, you know, ready for anything. It feels like I'm not to that point where I want to like, I keep saying this, like murder people in the pregnancy, you know, where mm-hmm. you're just in like complete pain, but I'm, I'm getting there, but I've had an overall smooth time. Mm-hmm. No morning sicknesses, you know, mm-hmm. um, 
now I'm just where like the hips and back kind of hurt and stuff, but she's growing, she's on, she's measuring correctly, all that stuff that I don't really understand, but hopefully it's good. Um, so we're doing good. Yeah. And I think too, um, it's been really funny. Um, apparently we're big in the pregnant community. There's been a lot of pregnant ladies oh. and maybe it's just something we've noticed, yeah. but um, multiple times in the restaurant where you've been there and then there've been like four or five pregnant. And we like yeah. chat about it and we're like, Oh my gosh. And they're like, Oh, I just came like, especially Magnolia. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I just came from the doctor, you know, over off eighth or whatever. And it's been kind of fun. Like we're like, where, where are you in your pregnancy? And like, <laughs> yeah. And they like barbecue. Apparently. And they love barbecue. Yeah. So, um, so that's been awesome. Um, so yeah, so that's, uh, that's big to announce it. And I think that's awesome. Um, hopefully people will be encouraged by that. And I think too, not to like, um, you know, pity us or whatever, but I think too, we've talked about this before. Maybe it was our first podcast, but like, again, to bring up social media mm -hmm. and why I hate social media. Um, when we open, uh, in Dallas, this big opening, uh, Sarah Blaskovich, a writer for the Dallas morning news gave us a great article kind of celebrating that we were opening and it was crazy and it's been crazy. Um, that was paired with probably one of the worst days we've had on social media where some people, some, someone in particular in a dumb Facebook group was talking about like, uh, had a bad experience at a restaurant. Do you mm -hmm. not remember this? Yeah. Oh, you're looking at me like you don't Well, remember. it took a minute cause I, you know. Bygones, um, we get bygones out yeah, the door. But I guess too, it's like, um, and a lot of people are like, I'm barbecue's awesome. And then some people are like, fuck him and Travis. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we did something uh, directly to them. And just uh, how it is every now and again on social, people with their opinions. And it happens to everybody and I get it. But I guess the reason I'm even talking about this, it, it annoyed me, but you, you, We've talked about this before. You don't know what people are going through. No. And especially with us, a tremendous amount of stress with opening the restaurant, making sure we're hiring enough people, trying to do all the things we're doing to keep everyone employed that works for us. Um, and then on a personal level, uh, the health of our baby, the mm -hmm. health of you and your pregnancy and everything that's going on and then somebody's like oh your life work sucks and you're a piece <laughs> of garbage and everything uh, about yeah. you sucks and it's just it, it, the, that's where I think we you know we we talked uh, we did a podcast with Sam Anderson that um was awesome I don't know if we're doing this one before releasing it before or after but um you know just talking about like and I don't even know if we talked about this with him. I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but mm -hmm. just how it, it, politically everything's been crazy. And yeah. you can't say one thing on Facebook of or Twitter or anything without it somehow being drawn into an argument. Yeah. And even just like, I like this to eat pizza at this place. And people are like, that place sucks and you're an idiot. I know. It's very hurtful. This place is better. And to your point earlier of celebrating a child and everything is such yeah. a beautiful thing. It's like, you don't want to drag that into the mud of no way. people thinking, you know, that we sucks because their, you know, fries were a little cold or, you know, <laughs> that, you know, somebody's political affiliation is, you know, um, uh, you know, whatever. And so I guess 
all I'm saying is, and if you listen to this, then you're probably not an asshole. I think that's well documented. If you're a patron, you know, you're probably a good, good person in general, but, um, a lot of people aren't. And even we had a thing yesterday where it was meat fight, which meat fights a great charity that we support. And, um, Daniel Vaughn, um, they, they got food from our store in, in Dallas, uh, he was on the podcast and then he did this whole, I mean, he was raised money. They raised over a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars all online, uh, this year for awesome. meat fight. It's a charity that supports, uh, MS research and specifically, um, getting, uh, bikes and other kind of exercise equipment for people with MS so they can leave a, lead an active lifestyle that helps kind of mm-hmm. curb some of the symptoms. I'm not a doctor, um, but it's an awesome charity and it's great. And so on his post on Twitter, somebody was like, uh, not even anything, you know, bad, but like Heim barbecue sucks or something like some, something like that. Right. On the post where we, where our food was shown <laughs> to support, Yo, to support a charity, uh, meat fight. And it was a guy that I'd blocked already. So then that's why I was like, Oh, let me see what this asshole said. And, uh, Daniel who said like, yeah, F them, right. They're supporting an awesome charity. Like you're a moron. And thanks Daniel, a couple other people wrote on it and into it's just some psycho person that, you know, I'm sure we've thrown out of our restaurant before. We've um, never done that. <laughs> I've thrown people out. Um, but anyway, the, then, then it was like, oh, well, I didn't know what meat fight was. So, you know, I, oh, so like, then he felt his comment dumb. after that. So shut up. Yeah. So don't say anything. So don't even like, you know, whatever. whatever. Um, but again, my point being like, everybody has a lot going on and like, maybe you don't need to prove your political point right. on Facebook. Maybe you don't have to comment on that Instagram mm-hmm. of, you know, no, I some totally, girl or something totally that's agree. inappropriate. So all of that to say, I think that, that, the the, relationship just with social media and us posting, not posting and all that stuff. And it's like, I think, you know, it was, it probably seemed odd, but then the, the reason that we did it were, were for those reasons, but then also it's such a cool thing and everybody like mm-hmm. people, then you see people that you haven't seen in a long time commenting that they're very happy, all this stuff. Um, that was really rewarding. It was worth it. Yeah. I think I it think. was worth it. Um, but anyway, you know, maybe just, before you pull the trigger on your stupid opinion, think about what other people are going through because you don't yeah. know what other what's going and on with others. That goes for life in general, not just, you know, on social media behind a keyboard. That yeah. goes like you're freaking walking through Target or whatever. Like, I know you can't smile exactly the way you want to behind a mask, but like, I don't know, just be nice yeah. in general because you don't know what people are going through. And I know I always talk about empathy and whatnot in the restaurants, but. That's that's such a good place to live your life. Just yeah. not knowing what other people are going through, but just being nice is huge these days, especially these days, because it's like people are at each other's necks, you know, with the different political standpoints and whatnot. And we, I totally get that, but troubled geez, times, yeah, and these unprecedented, <laughs> unprecedented times, times. That's the worst. But I anyway, think, uh, and and we have specifically said we don't want to talk politics on here, no. but I think one thing I do want to mention is like, whatever you believe, half of the country thinks the other way. Yeah. And it's not like three or four people and it's not just people in, uh, you know, uh, East Texas or people Mm -hmm. in Detroit or something that, you know, everybody has 
it's like people that you know, that you love, that you work with may have different opinions. That's okay. It's yeah. not like, it's you know, okay. we all have to think the exact same thing. And um, that's what makes humans else. human. We're all different. We all have different walks of life. And mm-hmm. that's what, you know, in my opinion, should break it, but should make us stronger, bring us together because we, sh- we are different. It's cool to learn about different people and different mm-hmm. cultures and all that. But you know, it's a clear divide and it's not been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I it's, mean, it's just, stre- we've literally had talks about like the election, how that mm-hmm. affects the restaurants, everything, you know, it's, um, that's why restaurants not to, uh, you know, toot our own horn are freaking cool Yeah, because they bring people together you know, it could be any type of cuisine. Ours in particular is barbecue, which mm-hmm. in my opinion is, in your opinion, I know too, is the most communal, mm-hmm. you know, sharing off a tray or whatever brings people together and makes you forget about those, you know, crazy Facebook posts or yeah. CNN or whatever, Fox, and, you know, makes you think about, hey, you know, this bacon burn in is pretty freaking good. Yeah. And I think <laughs> we talked about that a little before and I've talked about it um just on my own a lot. I'm talking to myself now, like with other people, (laughs) um, you know, business stuff, but like, there's a big thing with ghost kitchens and delivery only restaurants and all that. And I think that is a trend and we'll probably see a lot of that, but like the biggest thing that we've seen with now being 75% occupancy in restaurants, people love restaurants. I mean, it's one, it's food, but like for us, like we always say like, number one is food quality. Number two is our hospitality. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, we want to serve great food, but we want more than anything for people to be happy for them to enjoy their experience when they come. We don't always do that, you know, every time. And that's just how it is. But to my point that like people want to go to a restaurant, want to experience yeah. that. And I don't think that's ever really going to go away. I think you have to be safe about it. And that's a big, and I agree with that big thing. And one, we read an article um, that uh, came out today, Dallas observer, um, how political should your restaurant be? Or do you want mm-hmm. restaurants to be? Um, which I thought was really interesting because you do have some, you know, places that align with a certain, you know, political group or any, you know, whatever we try to be as inclusive as possible. And so I think in general, that means not picking sides, you know, when it comes to that stuff. Um, you know, we want Republicans eating next to Democrats next to, you know, everybody and, and all that. Um, but, uh, I think Taylor Adams wrote the article is really good article in Dallas observer, but more so it was like, one thing that we should all kind of focus on is like health and safety. And there have been places that were like, uh, there was one place in general barbecue place that was like, we're not allowing masks. Like you have to take your mask off if you come into the restaurant, um, which is shocking. So I think in general, like restaurants nowadays, and we've seen this with Dallas, it's like food quality, hospitality, all those things are important there's so much emphasis that also you have to put on just safety and just making sure that people are spread apart, making sure that tables are where they need to be. Sorry. I thought a wasp was on me. I'm like freaking out. (laughs) It's the cord. Um, no, I, but no, that's a huge part Mm -hmm. of like what we're doing now. And, And you always, food safety is always obviously important, but just like the other stuff of like the distancing and, you know, mask and all this stuff. Well, and also Others it's like policing now, yeah. like you're policing yeah. people where like, you know, if, you don't want to be 
next to someone in line like ever now that I'm like thinking about like life it's like I've always hated that yeah and like and and now it's like now you can literally be like ma'am madam madam please step back <laughs> i mean I've, I've had before i've told people like you're in my personal space yeah the I think other you day i was, that, a, I was but... like checking out at target and this lady like i just wish the cashier would have said something like because mm-hmm. this one lady was just like so close to me in the line but like it, it's kind of acceptable now to be like hey do you mind i I'm could so care less sorry. Now. yeah now i'm like i mean i used to do that anyway when i felt like somebody <laughs> was so close so now I it's interesting really to me that though way. that like people don't feel weird about being so close to a stranger I don't know. <laughs> we'll be yawning now. This is the second podcast. All right. You were yawning Let's earlier. Move. Thoughts um, on, or how's Dallas going? I don't know, man. It's, uh, it's great. I think. You guys are uh, shown up in Dallas. Yeah. Line out the Freaking door every day. Every day. Breakfast tacos out. are a huge hit mm-hmm. in Dallas. Um, and I'm sure our somebody, staff hates us for them, but. <laughs> you're getting paid. Uh, somebody said, asked about breakfast items. We are working on some other stuff. Yeah. That's some um, collabs really and stuff. Um, so we should have some more options. We're just kind of, you know, the whole process of opening a restaurant really is like baby steps. And we've gotten in trouble before of just trying to do too much and open yeah. too early and everything. So I think it's gone really well. We've mm-hmm. sold out early, um, almost the, every time we've been open. Um, but also that's given us more time to train and more time Yeah, it's to on hire. purpose. We've had and, people like, why don't you just cook more? And it's like, it's on oh purpose. God, what a We're great getting, idea. Oh, I never thought what of that. A brilliant Holy idea. crap. Paul, did you know we can just cook more food? That's a brilliant, <laughs> you can. That's a brilliant <laughs> solution. Who would have known this whole time? I've been wildly successful Or like successful when they're like, why don't you open years, both registers? Yeah. Because this just doesn't make sense. And I'm like, you see those yellow tickets that are up mm-hmm. right there? We got to get through those before we yeah. can just crank open the second Ridiculous. register. But, um, but you whoa. Let these guys run your restaurant. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. But we like, never, we didn't put that register. Ideas. We, we didn't put that register there on purpose or anything, you know, like that's the goal. <laughs> so, so anyway, bear with us, right? Because there's a lot of that process of just, you know, we don't want to just roll it out and do a bunch of stuff and go yeah. seven days a week and do all that. And then people have a bad time or don't get good food. Or a bad or first impression. Yeah. And I think even week one, we had a few of those. Oh, for we, sure. Uh, we're, we're already uh, have hired a, a new manager. Yeah, we so. are on our second manager now already. Um, uh, didn't of, see that uh, one coming. Yeah, whatever. But the, you get the a lot fun of stuff, balls. if you have a restaurant um, that you are directly involved in, but you're Care not, you're not all. managing mm-hmm. directly that, you know, how important that key person is. And if that person isn't there, then you're SOL. And we mm-hmm. have already, we are now on our second one in the third week. So even so showing promising signs with the second one. So we'll see how yeah, that it's, goes. It's great. I th- somebody asked like, how's hiring been? And, and to be honest, it's been tough because, yeah. uh, you know, some people, a lot of people don't want to work or have maybe health, you know, things or whatever. And, um, you know, I get it. And so we, the crew we fired over there is awesome. Yeah. I really love them. I, I really so like them. Um, really picked up the training real well or, or, you know, you can tell that they're excited mm-hmm. so far, which like enthusiasm Very in general respectful. is big. Um, there's times, you know, I think the other restaurants, they've just been working there forever. They're kind of like, oh, another day. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's it's <laughs> it's hard life. when you do it over and over and over again. And especially like the smokehouse guys, that's why they're such badasses, because they're in there doing the same thing every yeah. day. 
but you have to be passionate about what you're doing. Otherwise you wouldn't care if the bacon burn ends are a little mm-hmm. underdone or overdone. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for the most part, our crew's really awesome and, uh, we're excited. And so I think we just need to hire a little bit more and, and we can really go and, yeah. you know, our whole MO is seven days a week and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And we yeah. don't want to be the people that sell out, but, um, you know, we, we'd rather go that route for the first couple of weeks and make sure everything's yeah. perfect and, get in a situation. Not to mention training a new GM. Well, yeah. I mean, mean, a general manager runs the whole thing, so. That was a little bit of a curveball. So, um, (laughs) anyway, it's, it's been fun and the support's been unreal. Um, we all, I always heard from people, um, that would say, Oh, I drove from Dallas or I did this or that. Almost everyone I've talked to, a lot of people that are coming have come to Fort Worth and live out there. And uh, one guy in general I talked to that was super nice. I forget his name. He said they drove from Forney to go to the river. Tom Fletcher. Tom, yeah. Am shout I out to Tom. Say la- uh, last whatever. Name. I mean, well, he's awesome on social media. He's a little bright light on our social media. Yeah, just you know, somebody that gets gets it, gets what we do and what we try to do. And uh, he was telling me he drives from Forney to go to the river because he loves the patio Aww. there, loves the bar there. Um, and then he met a buddy in Dallas at Mockingbird. And That's so awesome. um, I asked, I said, before you leave, I want your opinion on how it compares to others, yeah. you know, feedback. And uh, he gave me, you know, open and honest mm-hmm. feedback about everything. And that was great. And that's really what we need. You know, I think when you have, um, you know, there's a term in setting the table, uh, Danny Meyer, that I've talked about, he calls shared ownership. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the idea that, you know, customers, I hate to call them customers, but yes, you know, people that are really love your food, love your story and what you do, they're your biggest proponents and Mm -hmm. they're people that are going to share, Hey, have you been to the river? You should go to Dallas. If you're in Dallas, you should try the breakfast tacos, this or that. Um, and so, and two, there's a lot of people like that, that have been, you know, huge, uh, people that have, you know, shared everything about our restaurants and really support Michael Deaver's another one. Mm -hmm. Um, shout out to him because they had an anniversary the other day or something. I think they were just saying they hadn't been in in a while uh, and it was their anniversary the last time they came or his birthday or something. Yeah. yeah I think it's his birthday. So I don't know if he listens to this, but he's an absolute badass dude. Super nice. He used to and, come to the food truck. So somebody like that has a special mm-hmm. place in our hearts for sure. Yeah. Still supporting, still, uh, you know, keeping it real. And so that's awesome. Um, so anyway, it's been great. I think one of the biggest things that we look for in, in restaurants is like, you know, we don't want to be a, a Rudy's or something mm-hmm. where every building looks the same and it's just kind of a money-making deal. And so especially this spot's right next to the airport, but also we're near Park Cities. We really wanted it always to kind of be this community, you know, thing yeah. where, um, you know, we're, we're supporting everybody and one of the most exciting things for me is a ton of Southwest employees, mm-hmm. a ton of airport employees. Um, shout out to the Sewell guys, the Tesla guys, all those guys. I mean, we're talking like blue collar dudes that are working over there. Um, we're trying to be a little bit quicker. I know like sometimes an hour lunch, you know, can get kind of dicey yeah. over there. So we're trying to be faster. Um, but, you know, we do a neighborhood discount for those guys that, and ladies that uh, mm-hmm. work over there. That's important for us to to have their support and then you know, hopefully we can bring some of that neighborhood yeah. crowd from around there. But all, all, of that, good. all that to say, it's been awesome. Yeah. And that building's really cool. And I think people have really supported it. So we're trying to do our part of. 
making good food and service and everybody making who, people smile. <laughs> yeah. Everybody who's been empathetic and, you know, knows we're working out the kinks still a little bit. You know, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, those of you who've gone, given one star reviews on Google, cause we don't answer the phone, you know, you can suck it like whatever it's, uh, you know, um, go somewhere else, but, no. um, no, do please go somewhere else. <laughs> no, um, it's been awesome. It's been really good. There's, you know, we're, we're dancing around the subject, but we really had a crappy situation that, uh, kind of threw a curveball. Yeah. We're, uh, we're working through it, but you can't tell people that that are waiting in line they're like i don't care i have 30 minutes and i you know i did i did i had a conversation with the guy that we i mean we weren't there we weren't present this was the first week mm -hmm. this was a he ordered food at 8 44 because i saw his ticket so we closed at nine and this was supposed to be like soft open training which yeah. didn't really happen but that's um, not the point but but he, uh, like, we just really royally effed up, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll own it. I obviously wasn't there. I would have, this would have never happened. But um, he reached out, sent a long email yeah. and let me know what happened and uh, sent pictures of his uh, receipt and everything. So I knew exactly what he had spent. But I had it. I mean, I told him, I gave him my phone number. He called me. We hashed it out over the phone. And, mm -hmm. um, super sweet guy, you know, and, and I get it. I get his frustration from the scenario that he was put in, his wife was put in. And it was just like an open, honest, like, dude, I'm just letting you know. And he was like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, and it was a, you know, smooth conversation. Yeah. And, and to be clear, and I, and it's I not saved, like he got stabbed or anything. We no, just, I mean, it was just an un <laughs> unpleasant <laughs> yeah. situation for him. And something we felt could have been better in a hundred percent food and service and everything else. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I saved that guest for Heim, you know, and he's going to come back. Give us and, another shot. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, it, it sometimes when you tell the guests, like what is going on, there is definitely a, I could care less. You made yeah. my five minutes right. terrible, but, um, there's also like, let me just break it down for you and mm -hmm. help you understand. And I always talk about that as educational time, a sharing time. Mm -hmm. And he, he was super receptive and understood. And uh, yeah, so he should be coming back. Well, let's hope. I mean, you never know. But well, I sent him a gift card to help use it. So <laughs> at least you could use that, give it to a friend or something. No, he um, was he was super cool though. But you just take time. Yeah, it's just and and I think we've talked about this before, but it's just there's no buffer. And a lot of time yeah. and I've seen that in Fort Worth where places have opened and like the next day there are food critics there <laughs> that are giving them reviews and doing stuff. And pre-COVID, I get that. Everyone wants to get the scoop. You know, everybody's mm -hmm. like, anytime we do anything, I mean, there's stuff that we're working on now that it's like, you know, if people found out about it, it would be a news story and all yeah. that. And you have to be like secretive. But, um, you know, in general, I think everyone's really trying. The biggest thing that I've seen from our staff, especially in Dallas, they're all working. They all want to get better. They all are, you know, trying. The front of house staff has been awesome, super yeah. friendly. And um, so, you know, when you have a bad experience, if you have a bad experience with us or other people, let a manager know immediately. And like in our situation, that didn't help him because the manager the could not have cared less. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, let the restaurant know, you know, do whatever, because I, I guarantee you people want to um, 
you know, fix it and want, want you know, n- nobody's opening a restaurant just to be an asshole and make people mad. Like, right. that's ridiculous. So, um, so that one situation, but then, you know, we've had probably 2000 positive ones. So yeah, it's, for uh, sure. it's great. Um, but again, yeah, just, just stuff we're dealing with. So it's I, all of that to say, I think it's been awesome. The mm-hmm. support's been there. Um, and then tried, you know, we really don't want to make this podcast just about our restaurants, even though a lot of people ask, um, but, you know, we're working towards that, what you expect from the Fort Worth stores of being right. open, uh, lunch and dinner. Now we have breakfast, having a killer bar with good cocktails, just mm-hmm. a place you can come and hang out and drink, not, yeah. don't even have to eat barbecue. Um, and I'd love to go seven days a week there. I know that's always just yeah. kind of chaos, but, um, you know, give us, give us a little time <laughs> and then I think we can get there. But um, any updates on, I think that was actually at least a listener's question, like updates on hours and stuff. If you follow our social media, yeah. um, I post like by the minute when we sell out at which location and whatnot. Um, so we're working on getting uh-huh. our pars up and all of that stuff, but we also are being cautious about it. But if you follow us on I mean, I don't know if you're posting it on Twitter, but if you're following on Instagram, Mainly which is jokes just... on Twitter, but yeah, <laughs> uh, if you follow us, I'm barbecue Instagram. I post like by the second. So there you go. Okay, great. Moving on. And we're almost an hour already. Um, <laughs> that was fast. What um, we talked about Patreon a little bit. So love if you guys could support that's been awesome on there. Um, it is, I don't know when this is going to release, but it is Masters Week, which is big news for a golf guy yeah. like me and uh, golf talk. Augusta. Augusta National, <laughs> which I will never be invited to play. Um, very exclusive. But, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe you never goals. know. Never know who's a, listening to this. Chance. Yeah. Um, yeah, Bryson, if you want to come on the podcast, let us know. DeChambeau. Um, yeah, he's, he's crushing it. So, um, uh, we asked for questions. This was from our friend Keller, um, Keller Harbuck, I guess I could say his full name. Yeah, Keller. Um, shout out Keller, uh, golf buddy, friend, um, go for Augs. He said, uh, two questions. Who could eat more bacon burn-ins, Harry Higgs or John Daly in his prime? Harry Higgs is a larger gentleman. I know John Daly. Harry Higgs is the guy that he was on the other days, a little bit bigger fella. Mm-hmm. Usually oh. goes wide yeah. with no chest yeah, hair, yeah, wide yeah. collar. Um, they, I think he's a member at Trinity Forest out in Dallas. They SMU talked guy. about um, how he doesn't button his pillows. Right. I remember. Which was a strange uh, thing for the Golf Channel to talk about. Hey, um, unprecedented times. This isn't even a question. <laughs> John Daly, the stories I've heard are legendary. I mean, yeah, he isn't is, he like smoking stuff like on the course yeah, with yeah. the crazy pants and the, yeah. y- the blonde hair, yes. yellow hair? <laughs> One of uh, my favorite golfers of all time, um, just absolutely incredible. Um, there's a video the other day where he barefoot at some charity tournament made a hole in one, which was awesome. Oh yeah. He goes barefoot. And then he just does whatever he wants. And, uh, how come, okay. How come some people can do that in golf and then like other people, they're like, you're out. Well, nobody's going to tell him what to do for one. And it's not like he was playing like Dallas national, you know, let's be honest. It was probably like some other random, you know, course and, uh, 
you know, but then like you go to Hawaii, you could play barefoot. They don't care there, you mm. know. So I think it just kind of depends on, you know, whatever. There's some video with Donnie Nelson. Who but lives like you don't smoke and, on the course and stuff, do you? Yeah, you people can? do that. Oh, yeah. okay. A lot of guys will do cigars. Oh, That's kind of a golf guy. Stogies. Golf guy deal. Yeah, nice little okay. stogie. Guy stuff. Um, just dudes being dudes pretty much. <laughs> and uh, Looking for cart girls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just living the dream. Our, where we play golf, they don't have cart girls. Um, no. So you should be happy about that, yeah. Oh, I don't so, care. Um, You're soon to be father. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, but no disrespect to Harry Higgs. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but John Daly, John Daly could eat. He's like, he could win a chicken wing eating contest right now. Yeah. I mean, that's a... It's unbelievable. It's yeah. I'm sure the amount of beer he's consumed in his life is just uh, astronomical. Um, <laughs> and so another good question from Keller was, uh, if if you and I won the Masters, what would the menu be for our Champions Dinner? Oh, so you're probably familiar with this because we actually we did the Champions Dinner for Jordan Spieth mm. at the. Uh, what do they call it? Colonial, Colonial. Charles Schwab, whatever, yeah. um, invitational. Uh, and so we got to do, his, we did barbecue, um, for yeah. his, which was awesome. Really cool. Um, one year, a couple years ago. So, and then he said, if you could use local restaurants, but so do you have anything that pops in your head? Cause it's kind of like the big, the big thing is like, it's the for, locals, right? Well, it's for all the champions. So it's for the right. members of Augusta That's National. Super cool, we did that. And then also, well, we did Colonial. Well, but, but still, um, nothing against Colonial, but um, yeah, it's for all the past champions and their families, and I think the members. And if you're the champion, then you can basically dictate the menu that you want. Mm -hmm. um, so what would you do? Do you have any specifics for your some bomb steak? I guess. From where, though? Local dishes. Well, that's not really. Who cares? You can get a steak anywhere. I know. It's like, what represents you? Pasta. Okay. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> okay. It is about the pasta. It's always about the pasta. Uh, um, I don't know from where, though. Okay. <laughs> no Natata, maybe? Yeah, Bella. Good? Okay, Bella. I love Bella. Yeah. I don't um, know. Don't ask me this kind of stuff. I'm I'm a follower, not a leader. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I would have to go. I I I was thinking Joe T's nachos for a starter, right? Yeah. Um, just cheese the big cheese disc with a uh, jalapeno. Uh huh. But then I think for the main course, I would do chicken fried steak. I was literally gonna say no, you, you were weren't. gonna. Yes, I was. No, I was weren't. gonna say you're gonna say Lucille's chicken fried steak. Yeah. You Which are. I could eat right now. Sounds delicious. I know. We've been talking about food for hours. Okay. Um, I think I'd have to go Lucille's Chicken Bread Steak. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Because that's Fort Worth, represents me, to competitive advantage. If everyone's eating chicken fried steak, maybe it slows them down a little bit. You know, you yeah. go out there on the course. What dessert? What dessert? Black Forest Cake. Black Forest Cake, boom. Yeah, you'd have to. Shout out Swiss Pastry. Okay, you had time to think about that. Um, yeah, well, I thought all of that up right now, but I think, but Fort Worth, <laughs> that's a very Fort Worth focused, um, I could do those like Riata tamales. Ooh, maybe for an app. An app. Yeah. Those would be good. Mm -hmm. Um, what else do I like? I mean, I like Buffalo everything. Bros. It'd just be like junk food. Some, <laughs> some ranch dressing. 
<laughs> Buffalo Delicious. Bros. <laughs> um, do you have a pick to win the Masters? Anybody uh. that's... Uh, I mean, to be fair, you do watch golf I every do. night in bed because I watch golf every night. It puts me night, right so. to sleep. Um, uh, Bryson's been playing Bryson's good. Bryson's pretty Tiger's good. playing. Sergio Garcia, we found out today, COVID, he's out. Oh, really? Yeah, to withdraw. He's got the rounds? Dang. If you want to know my pick, I my m- who I think is going to win is Bryson. Because he's just been You're on the Bryson train. On fire. Well, he just won the Open, right? He's Not long ago. Incredibly annoying. A lot of people don't like him. Uh, <laughs> he is like, I'm just gonna do whatever you know, type of thing. Yeah. And it's turned a lot of people off, but a lot of people like it. Paul, do you have anything? You like Bryson? I do like him. I, I think he is a beast. Yeah. But yeah. What I'm worried about for him mm-hmm. is that I don't think he can hit his driver on a, in, in Augusta very much. That's true. He's going to have to play with his, like, friggin' six iron the whole time. Why? Because he hits too hard oh, and far? I mean, he carries the ball, like, yeah. what, 330? Yeah. Yeah. 340 sometimes? He's a beast. It's insane. And But the, the Augusta's a super short course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that takes the driver out of play a lot. Yeah. A lot of his... A lot of his so... I mean, his game is, is I mean, on par, f- driving the greens on par fours yeah, mm-hmm. and putting for eagle on par fives. Mm-hmm. So that's what, I mean, I love Bryson. I yeah, mean, yeah. He is just, and he just doesn't care. No. Mm-hmm. Did you guys no. see the, the, the picks before he gained his weight or how yeah. much? Yeah. Like he is just a hawk. Yeah, he's he a monster. is. He is. So uh-huh. that's crazy. But I, I, if, if it were up to me, I'd love yeah. Tiger to win. I would too. I would absolutely love Tiger to win. I'm a huge Tiger fan. Yeah. I know he's kind of had a checkered past. We've talked about You've seen his Reels TV. I watch Reels TV a lot. <laughs> so. I've seen his Reels. Um, um, I learned about the uh, waitresses. <laughs> There's a few. <laughs> Um, but I, I, and two grow, growing up in the era that I did, Tiger was like, there's nobody like Tiger. I mean, it was another I mean, I'll, level. I'll, so. I'd probably go Tiger. Tiger. And I, or, I don't think he'll win, but I would love to win. He won like two win. years ago, right? Three years ago, two years ago. Uh, last year. I don't know. The Masters. Um, yeah, he did. Last year. Two years ago. I don't think so. Google it. Are you Googling it? Paul's going to check it. Yes, he um, did. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, if you're such a fan, you yeah, should know. Yeah, last year. Last okay, year. Okay, see, told 2019. you. 2019. So I don't know what day it is, uh, to be fair. But, yeah, he... Um, Buy me chicken wings. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Done. Tiger. Yeah, and, two, Tiger always shows up for the Masters for any major tournament. So I will be desperately rooting for him if i was putting money down i'd go uh bryson, bryson. For sure. so i have a question for you yeah what happens if tiger wins does he put his own jacket on yeah i don't know or does he get another do you one? take off a jacket and put a new jacket on like you have multiple jackets at I, that saw, point? I saw a meme that said he goes i would love to see this and it showed tiger putting his own <laughs> putting tiger's jacket on yeah. Yeah. Tiger's like tiger jacket. behind tiger That's awesome oh nice because if he wins two years in a row yeah then because the the previous winner is supposed to pass down the right, jacket. Right, right. Oh, I saw a That'll meme be boss if that was, uh, and this is a very golf specific joke, but it was a meme of the only way 2020 could get worse. And it was Patrick Reed winning the Masters. No, I know who <laughs> so, that is. <laughs> you're not a big fan. No, I don't like that guy. Um, I, I, I'm going to say, and this is a, a wild, wild pick. I'd go Bryson and then my sleeper pick, Jordan Spieth. 
Jordan. I love Jordan. He's he struggled lately. On, he freaked out last year on on the Masters. His driving. He does well, and then all of a sudden, it's like I've never played golf before. And Jordan, you I love you so much. Phil. Phil, yeah, you cannot count out. Oh, Phil. Phil, does Phil? Some, destroying. Phil does some insane things. Yeah, but he also just shot a eight on a par three the other day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he you uh, just never know. Well, he's played in some senior uh, events because now he's like fifty or whatever you have to be for that. And the first one he played, and he won because he's yeah, like he's driving really it as far as Bryson, pretty much. But like. Then he's playing with these old guys. So he's always good. He's always a I got a, a personal question. Yeah. For my own personal. Yeah. You know, question. Okay. Yeah. Is, uh, is old Brooks playing? Uh, Brooks is playing, right? I think so. Okay. Maybe. I guess I'll watch. Could be wrong. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> you're in it for other reasons. Um, Brooks. Like, nobody has uh, arms like Brooks. <laughs> Yeah, Brooks. As far as like uh, wives and girlfriends go, his girlfriend. No, we're not talking hot. about. Oh, I thought that's what we were talking about. And then uh, Paulina Gretzky, uh, Dustin Johnson. Dustin Johnson's been playing he's good, been good too. Yeah, so you never know. Uh, you never know what he's gonna do. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I just know I'm really excited about it. I'm supposed to play golf Thursday, unless just you know, shit. It's a fan, which has happened a lot recently. Um, so that. Hopefully I'm going Tiger. And then you're going Tiger. I'm going Tiger. Okay. Tiger, Bryson, for me, uh, you think Tiger will win or you just want him to win? I want him to win okay. so bad. Yeah. I yeah, agree. that'd be pretty cool. I do. That would be awesome. Um, so anyway, great questions. Let's do, let's go to listener questions. Do you think? Knock some of these out. Okay. Um, not that many great questions this week, let's yeah, be honest. <laughs> but... Uh, we're kind of like last minute. Um, so anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Texas Ag, 1997. Loved every episode so far. Keep up the great work. Really appreciate that, Matt. I thought that was super Thank nice. Thank you, Matt. Um, so not really a question, but, um, and then this is another one. G Gilbert, not a question, just a comment. Y'all killed it on picking the white settlement road location, river district location. Thank Thank you. you, Because that was scary. It took two years of construction (laughs) and we also probably were in way earlier than everything, but, uh, they're developing crystal Springs across the street. There's a bunch of apartments that have, uh, come in. Uh, Salsa Limones right up the road. Mm-hmm. Let us cook another good place. We've opened like a wine bar recently. Yeah. A ton of stuff over there. The River District in West Fort Worth. It's it's really awesome spot that I think now finally people are knowing about. Right. And that place is getting more attention. Huge patio outside. Um, beer garden. 24 taps. And then uh, if this is the same uh, G Gilbert, great job with the Cowboys. Good job this week. You played really well. <laughs> I'm sure it's the same guy. I bet he's a listener. Um, J underscore Oxley 94. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? One thing. And I have no idea the parameters by that, but you know, one (sighs) single thing for the rest of your life. I just love so many things. Artichokes. That's it. (laughs) Just artichokes. I love artichokes. (laughs) (laughs) And this is, um, pregnant Emma. So, (laughs) From a practical standpoint, I was going to say salad, if I'm just looking at this very analytically. Um, At me. 
No, I mean like to in order to like survive. Oh no no. Okay, so we don't I'm need looking, to survive. That wrong. The rest of your life though, like because otherwise you'll just die if you eat artichokes all day. I'm well, looking at it. I'm wrong. thinking Oreos then. Let's say. <laughs> Fudge, fudge boys. The fudge boys with the the white fudge Dude, covering them. Fudge boys. Whoever invented the fudge covered Oreo is a genius. I just Meeting one of those that. later. Yeah, I had one last night you did? after dinner. Dirt yeah, it was delicious. Dude, little snake. Well, I'll just have one. I didn't just know. a little taste. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then did Sylvia get us those or? Sills, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I awesome. used to give them out every year for my birthday. I remember, I think grandmommy bought them when I was a kid when they first came out. And I was like, what? <laughs> fudge covered Oreos? The white That's fudge. That's insane. White yeah. fudge. White fudge is legit. Um, what would you eat for the rest of your life? Salad? So if I'm not thinking practically, because that's obviously not what I would want to eat, I would probably go pizza. Because if we're like speaking generalities, yeah. then I think pizza, I think that's good. the close second would be burger. Because two, you could do multiple types of pizza, multiple types of burger, different toppings. I feel like there would be some level of, you know, change yeah. with that. And whereas you just picked artichokes. So. <laughs> 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 Man, I suck. Uh, okay, I no, 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 that, no, 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 no. Okay, over, I'm gonna over. go with Oreos. It's over, it's over. I'm going with Oreos. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that Doug Jones winner, the tie dye hats dropping. Uh, we are gonna do a merch drop soon. Um, for Hive Time on uh, our Patreon, so it's okay. gonna be exclusive just for Patreon patrons uh, first, and maybe we'll open it up for other people. Who knows? Um. Oh, smoking man to smoked turkey versus smoked ham. Okay, first of all, ham can leave. It's not even in the question. <laughs> I'll let you finish. If the, is that it? Yeah. You could not be more wrong. What are you talking about? Delicious smoked ham, glazed no, ham. ham. I don't like that sugary stuff. Oh, I'm like, I like God. some robust smoked turkey. No, I couldn't. I couldn't disagree more. No, um, man. Turkey's your- dry all the time. Doesn't matter what you do to it. If you brine okay, it, hello. if you okay, perfect bite for Thanksgiving is like a little mashed potatoes, a little bit of the what is the the stuffing. You get a little gravy, and then to top it off, you get a little bit of the cranberries out of the can, and then I'm turkey. With you on that. Boom! I'm with you on bite. that, but I gotta go ham. I gotta go ham. Cause too, like we're having both this year, but of course we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, you can buy turkey or ham. www.heimbbq.com/slash/preorder. Yeah, Literally, scroll buy all the way down. A whole package, all the sides, everything, nothing. Too you fitty. just gotta put it in your oven. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. We sold a ton last year. Um, I gotta go ham, and I'll bring up a point we had some ham at our friend Walker and Allie's house last year. And it was served was with good. a delicious mustard. And it was so good that I probably bought eight different <laughs> mustards trying to figure out the mustard that they had. What and I could have just texted them, but I'm annoying. So I was like, what I don't want to must- be like, hey, pickles. remember when we were at your house a month ago? What was and that mustard you had? They had those delicious pickles. That's with what it. I'm saying. So that with like maybe but a you can Hawaiian have that any time. Exactly. No, Turks. Turks and Caicos. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Even right. a fried turkey is pretty good too, like a Cajun-style yeah, turkey. Um, that's a good question. Uh, Smoking Man, too. That guy's always on Twitter asking questions. Appreciate you listening. 
um, holster KW, um, did the bacon brands used to be smaller? He knows the answer to this cause he's our buddy who's come, to, come the to the food truck. truck. Um, and that is a good question. We used to actually, when we were in the food truck, Rowdy and I would trim, uh, the meat, like right before we would put it on the smoker. So a lot of times it was us, uh, just hastily hung over, uh, <laughs> trimming as fast as we could throwing it in there. And this is probably seems obvious to anyone who's cooked before the smaller they are, the quicker that you can cook them. Right. So a lot of times we would cut them a little bit smaller if depending on timing and when Rowdy showed up and all that. Um, now we, we purposely kind of, it's a bigger chunk mm -hmm. too, because, um, the cooking process, we've changed a little bit. It's a little bit longer. The rub's the same. The technique is the same, all that stuff. Um, but they're a little bit bigger. There's more, you know, into rendering the fat and getting that bark the way we want. Um, so too, for the legit OGs that came since the food truck, mm -hmm. you've probably seen how it's changed a little bit over time. Um, but we obviously think for the better, um, you know, with everything. So, right. Um, uh, but good question. Yeah. And that just proves that, you know, what you're doing, <laughs> um, anything. Oh, I wanted to answer Blake's. This is probably going to take a minute to answer, but, um, I like Blake, Blake Stoker. Is that how you say his Yeah, name? I think so. He's got a place out in Tennessee. Um, I don't know him, but he seems like a super nice guy Yeah, um, he does. on Facebook, you know, a lot of, these uh barbecue guys you know befriend uh, each other on facebook and instagram and stuff and so you see kind of what's going on and as much as i despise all facebook groups and social media <laughs> in general it is cool to see um there's some pitmaster group thing that we're in and uh it's it's cool to see especially his story and a lot of guys like this where like how we started out and you yeah could, you know he started and he's just a guy he's, that loves he's food barbecue. trucking right now he's a guy that loves barbecue you can tell he's passionate and he just wants to learn and get better and uh has made a bunch of friends you know he's uh, all the time i see him at other places kind of cooking and stuff um super nice guy so shout out blake's uh his thing is blake's underscore bbq give him a follow um, tell him you list you you heard it on Heim time and uh, all of that. But he had a good question. What was the most difficult aspect of transitioning from trailer food trailer to a brick and mortar restaurant? Do you have an hour and a half to answer this? I was going to say or? how many <laughs> yeah. uh, like what are we supposed to pick the one yeah. hardest thing or you know the most difficult aspect? He's yeah. asking this because he's got I feel it. He's got some passion. He's got some desires to maybe move out of a trailer one day and open a brick and mortar. Well, I think he has a plan. Yeah. I mean, I think he's doing good. I mean, I don't want to, you know, think, uh, I don't know his business or whatever, but it seems like food's really good. And I think yeah, it looks awesome. So, at, it's, so. so the possibility is, yeah. is there, yeah, um, yeah. the passion is there. So dude, I want to say the easy question or the easy answer, which is people and hiring and, you know, front of house and going from, like when we did it, it was you and I and one other guy. Um, so wow. like I said, in, in one of the other interview or one of the other podcasts is like, <laughs> I feel like you have to imprint your soul and your passion on someone else. That's not you. And you have to do it like 30 times for your staff. But the other, the other answer is like going from a food truck where let's say you're cooking nine briskets or something, and then you have to up it to getting through the lunch rush. Maybe you're trying to get through the dinner rush and knowing how much to cook without wasting that like precious meat and your time and your effort and cooking. 
that's another that's another hard hard part of it is just knowing like what you're gonna do on the daily basis as far as the cooking goes um but people adding people to your dream and to your your like idea of running a restaurant and then they like mess it up because they're human is super annoying and so i would say that is like one of the hardest things is to like how you roll with that because there is always going to be that aspect of like having staff and having people work for you that's probably for me the hardest part training and yeah all of that this is a question we've been asked a lot um and so i've thought about it a lot and i think for me We've, we've talked about, and then we talked about this other day even of with Dallas and now how our roles have changed and everything. Mm -hmm. I think in general, to generalize it, what was the most difficult aspect is, uh, letting go. Yeah. And like you said, for us with the food truck, if something, if we didn't do it, it didn't get done. Yeah. There's no way around Like taxes and I talk to people, interview people and they're like, yeah, they don't pay payroll taxes at this way. <laughs> they don't do this or that. And so it's like, there's so much even that goes into, you know, food truck and just a business of all of that stuff. So you were doing all of those things, all of that behind the scenes accounting. Yeah. We only had one employee, but like technically you have to pay yourself. You paying yourself. Yeah. And really we were like any dollar we got went into the business mm-hmm. and then we just take out our water bill you know our yeah. light bill um but all of that stuff all of the all of the things unrelated to just like serving food and everything that goes into that you're dealing you're doing all of that we were working 100 hours a week even though we're open like 3 days a week back mm-hmm. then you know I'm I'm cooking 4 days a week basically then we would do caterings you would do other I mean we couldn't even get a delivery from a meat company or anything we had to we like so small. go in our 99 Honda Civic and load <laughs> it up and then eventually we had a Honda Odyssey we brought bought, borrowed that from thing's your still brother going. that's insane this is a death trap but we would <laughs> load that down with meat and all this so there's so much involved and i think we've always struggled with you and i because we're both very impatient people and uh, we're both perfectionists and we both have our opinion of everything down to like, if the music is on the wrong playlist, everyone knows this is a pet peeve of mine, yeah. but I don't want to walk in and hear Luke Bryan playing over <laughs> our speakers. No offense to Luke Bryan, but <laughs> you know, it's like, we don't want just like weird goat rope or mute, you know, I mean, there's so much but to that it. goes to the, like getting people to do what you want to do. Right. And hard, hard AF. Letting letting go, though, meaning because we're that way, and I think anybody who's opened their own place, like probably like Blake, he's very particular. He's very passionate. You know, he's not like somebody he hires comes in. He'll and be like, like us. You know, hey, I'm gonna do brisket this way. It's like no, it doesn't work that he's way. You know, all particular. that stuff. But in general, I mean getting to a comfortable level because even it was crazy and it was chaotic, and we would have killed ourselves from overwork if we had continued in the food truck it was i mean it was 120 degrees in there in the summer like Mm -hmm. i couldn't i literally physically couldn't be in the food truck in the july august months i had to sit outside under a tree um because usually the bar that we were at didn't have ac or god knows what was going on there (laughs) um so anyway 
Um, I think, but yeah, oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm just going, I'm all scatterbrained, but I, I think letting go and, and, and saying, like you said, you hire people, you trust them to like, this is the vision and you have to spell out, this is the vision. This is our goal here. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, yes, we serve barbecue in our case, but the bigger thing, like we've talked about multiple times on here, is we want to make people happy. We want yeah. to have everyone have a good experience. We want it to be inclusive. We want, you know, we don't want just Republicans or just Democrats mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. We want everyone to feel safe and and have a great place where they can come and enjoy a good meal. And you have there's a level of that where you just you can't do it yourself and you'll you'll yeah. just die. And so being able to trust, you know, other people to trust, uh, managers, team members, and others to follow in that same vision. And you, you will find people like yourself. And there's a lot of people that, that work with us that are awesome, hard workers that care just as much, if not more about, you know, how everything is seen. There's some people that don't give a shit and that's just kind of how it is. But the big picture is, this is who we are. This is what we want to be as a business. And then being able to give people the autonomy, the freedom to make decisions, to do those things. But then your role, setting the table, constant, gentle. constant, gentle pressure. So you're directing, you're leading, um, you know, and kind of pointing everyone back in the direction that, that you see fit for the company. How I think um, about it is because I'm, like you said, I'm very impatient and I like things done really, really quickly. Um, your way, my way, what I've really had to like work on and work on myself is that there could be, which is difficult for me to say different routes to the same conclusion. Yeah. There could be, there's like a framework and I think about this a lot. There's a framework. And as long as like Travis and I are setting the framework for our staff and for our leadership team of this is our standards, mm-hmm. as long as you operate within that framework, there are different routes to the same solution. Right. And it may not be the same route or the yeah. same, you know, direction that I would have gone, but it could still lead to the same great outcome that I would have gotten to if I had done it myself. So it's a good point. Letting go. Right. What is, that's another form of letting go for, for me at least, um, is that it's kind of cool too, to be able to see that like, you know, maybe I didn't walk them through step by step on how to get there, but because we set that framework and that guideline, mm-hmm. they're able to do it too. So, and it starts with like our core values. Yeah. We have a very specific, we call it stripes, right? It's our six or however many letters that is, um, seven um, <laughs> values. That yeah. When we hire, how we want everyone to, you know, so it's like as long as you're in that framework, making decisions, all those things, the goal at the end of the day is to make people happy, right? Right. And to create a workplace where people want. And again, this is, there's no easy way of answering this question, but I think like I really try not to comment in that Facebook group as much as I can, but I did the other day about something and uh, there was a guy and he was just, and whatever, the point was he was cutting, uh, he still cuts the meat every day at the restaurant every single day Mm -hmm. and they're a bigger place or whatever and nothing against it, but it's like my point and why this was difficult we would not be successful if I was in the smokehouse every day and then cutting the meat every day and you were the cashier every day and no. everything else was not being done. 
And I think that was the biggest thing of, from a transition from the food truck to the restaurant to now what we're doing now. You just can't do it. And I guess maybe you can do it if you keep it small enough. Well, and yeah, all it that. just depends what your what your goal is for your company because there are people, and I think it's great that they want to like they they like the food truck life and staying in that realm. And I don't that's, think anybody likes that. You don't think anybody? I could be wrong. I'm just saying. People buy food trucks and like like them. <laughs> I know, but it's just. I guess my point. But is But there's like, not there. I, what I'm trying to say is there's not. A, there's a huge difference between us and a. F- Someone that's like, I enjoy just like, I want to cut the brisket every day. I like to do that every day. And that's good. And we had to do it for a time to get to where we're trying to go, I guess, with the restaurants and everything. But like, some people don't want to do what we've done. Some people want to be like. To be clear, though, I'm talking about being successful. So it's like the point is like if you want to like pay your bills and stuff, if you want to just have a barbecue place or a life, (laughs) get Texas Monthly and all those things, you could do whatever the hell you want, do everything for all I care. But I think to Blake's point, and he's, I don't know what he's asking, but I guess my thing would be I think we found that the biggest thing with being successful was I can pass these things off Mm -hmm. still everything's in my grasp i'm i'm on in charge of smokehouse i'm watching everything you're watching front of house all of those things but you have to give it to someone who is passionate like you that you can rely on to do those things and then you'll be successful and you won't be working 100 hours a week and you won't have all of the you know headaches and everything that's involved um, and that is a very, very difficult, like that took us probably two years to get to, I mean, even yeah. just, just being like, you know, our, our, uh, business partners who are investors on Magnolia and the river giving a suggestion. And we're like, we're not going to do that, you know, and it's not even something you may have something to do with the bar or some like menu item mm-hmm. or whatever, but you get so caught up in the you know, this is who we are and this is my thing. And if I don't, I I have to be able to control it and do everything. And again, I guess my thought, my answer to this thing is just getting comfortable with that. Why are we here? We're not here for my ego. We're not here Mm -hmm. so that, you know, I can win an award. We're here for our customers and being able to pass those things on and to let go a little bit, knowing that, you got people in place who can handle it and who can do what you need. Um, that's what I love about restaurants. That's, I think, what makes you successful to where you can build, to where you can be more than two days a week. You can mm-hmm. be, you know, more than food truck. You can do other stuff, catering even. I remember in the food truck, it's like we'd have to shut down if to do a catering. Yeah. We'd have to close because it's like it's just us. <laughs> and then how many Dude. people did you turn Ooh. away because they're, you know, you're like, we can't do that or you know, whatever. So there's so much involved with that trailer to brick and mortar and especially with barbecue and everybody's a critic. Everybody has their own idea of what a barbecue place should be. Um, the other thing too, I, I messaged that Calicians, uh, that's probably not how you say it. Calicians taco, Beria taco place. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget the girl who does that, but I was just like, you guys are kicking ass, keep it going, you know, Cause we've been in that where, you know, situation they're you know, super long lines and she's like, you know, Hey, you know, like comment cause people are being jerks, you know, yeah. for the most part, it's everybody's like, this place is freaking awesome. And it looks awesome. I, uh, if I'm ever over there, I want to try it. Um, 
but in general, one of the things I said was just because she was very polite and um, it, one of the things I said was like, you know, my thought is like, just be yourself. And like the same thing yeah. with Blake, it's like he's probably getting advice from like 20 different people who all have their own opinion of what a barbecue place should probably be and what a like food 100%. truck should be <laughs> and what even going from a food truck to a brick and mortar should be. And, um, everybody has their own opinion. Like you said, some places, you know, want to be this way, want to be that way. Mm -hmm. So again, my, my point for anyone in that situation where you're having success, you see like, oh man, this could really, you know, I could actually make money off of my dream and mm -hmm. be able to do this for a living. Um, just be yourself. Yeah. And just be true to you. And like, why did you get into it in the first place? And why did that. you want to open a food truck. And that I think has to be sort of the core, you know, mm -hmm. of your decisions moving forward. And people are going to try to take advantage of you, not even in a, you know, like negative way, but I just mean like when you're successful, people throw money at you and be like this or that. And, you know, all this stuff. And we've seen how some places, you know, get tied into a, a you know, lease or yeah. get tied into, you know, some sort of thing. And then, it feels like, oh, and I've talked to people like this where they're like, it ended up not being what I wanted yeah. or what my dream was. And with us, we've always, I think, been able to, um, you know, even though we've had investors that have helped us open more restaurants and stuff, you're always like, this is what we want. Yeah. And there's nobody else. And so well, I guess my point is just sticking to who you are. And as long as you're true to yourself and you're doing what you think is right, then you're going to be successful. And yeah, you know. I mean, I go, I, I say this a lot, but I go with my gut on a yeah. lot of things and people are like, well, how'd you do that? What? And it's like, well, I kind of just listened to my gut. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is too, a huge aspect of this is like, if you're transitioning and you're actually like, if you're le legit, like getting people trying to throw money at you and all of that stuff. And like, maybe you have never looked at like, LLC agreements or whatever, like lease agreements and those types yeah. of things. Like if you have a friend that's like a attorney or a lawyer, whatever, like have someone walk you through an agreement, because I think that goes back to what you were just saying. Yeah. It's like people are like so desperate to want to get into a restaurant, brick and mortar or their own joint or whatever, that they do end up getting stuck in something that they like maybe wouldn't have done. Mm. You know, and so having like at least some guidance from someone like a professional, Huge. someone <laughs> that well, can did, look over that is is big. And I did real estate, commercial real estate in college, and I was not successful at it. Uh, <laughs> but so I had, I'm familiar with that stuff. So yeah. that helped. But we also had friends that kind of looked uh -huh. at, you know, everything when we were doing. And you're just always kind of getting feedback from if you can find a mentor or somebody, you know, that, that will listen, answer well, like, questions, for real, like that's legal huge. stuff. Like you just well, need to too. know, because yeah. once you sign on a document, that's legally bound. And so you want to make sure you're doing the right thing. But on top of that is going with your gut, because yeah. you know, if you really listen to your heart, then you know what you should do. And I know that's not like business. Like I can't well, tell you like, Hey, this is how you should do business. But like, you know, if you feel like you're overstepping, this is why we should do like an hour long podcast just about this, because I feel like this question gets brought up a lot and yeah. there's so many aspects to it aside from just like, you know, whatever. And to, to you know, 
I'm kind of going against what I said, but like, that's my view of what being successful and doing all yeah. that is. And so you bring up a good point of like, if you just want to do a food truck or you just want to do the, you know, this or that, but you know, per his question from yeah, going yeah, yeah. from a food truck to a restaurant, that's kind of why just to clarify my, my BS um, of what <laughs> I'm saying. But I think in general, that's like, like we're big on the core values. Setting the table is a great book. If you haven't read it, check that out. Um, the other side of it, like I, ta- I talked about, um, you have to have a good accountant, seriously. Yeah. And you have to know what your food costs are, what your labor costs are, all that stuff. I mean, so much of that gets lost. And, you know, in some places are like, well, we take all our fat and, make tallow out of it. It's like, that's not food costs. Like, you know, you gotta like, that's cool. But like, you gotta know down to a percentage. But when you're in a restaurant, like in a trailer, it's like, Oh, you buy, you sell out, you buy, you sell out, you buy, you sell out. That's how we were. And like now in a, in a restaurant, you've also got, you've got that going on, but you also have like the stuff that you're continually purchasing. Mm -hmm. This You also have, you know, staff creating waste mm-hmm. or whatever, knowing all of those little things. Theft, let's be honest. Yeah, That's I a mean, big problem with every restaurant. Knowing all of those little things adds into your food costs and all that. So, and then the cooks, like maybe you just cooked way too much today and yeah. you shouldn't have, and mm-hmm. it's a holiday and it's raining and, you know. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, we could go on and on. I know, Building that's what relationships I was like. <laughs> with the, like our meat provider. I mean, we really partner with those guys, with our vendors, everybody. Um, yeah, shoot me a message. I was going to say, Blake, if, you're, anything, if this is where you're at, let us know and we'll, we can go into more detail with you too. Philosophically though, I think a lot of people are in this position and they're like, should I grow? Should I not grow? What, what yeah. should I do? And in general, I think you, you are the gut person. I am the analytical data person and that's almost to a fault with me, but I think we make a good pair because then we look at situations and one thing was some book I read or something was don't be afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. And there were, we've had a thousand opportunities, would you say of do this or do this partner with this bar, do, you know, open here, um, do this concept, do that concept where, one, if it, the data doesn't make sense, is it going to make money? Can we do, do we even have the staff to do this, all yeah. that stuff? Um, and then from, from you, like, do, does this matter? Can we be a part of a community? Can we have any lasting mm-hmm. thing other than just like, oh, we could make money over here and make some real estate developers happy who don't give a shit about you or your no. restaurant, just to be clear. I've never met one that does. They're just looking at it from a numbers perspective. So all of that to say, I think, making sure whether it's gut, you know, with data and all that stuff, but like, don't jump into anything. And you've seen that where guys jump into a food truck or jump into, you know, this restaurant space, it's in a bad location. It's in this, it doesn't work out. Um, so if you have a good following, if you're doing a great product, all of those things, you're going to get an opportunity and Mm -hmm. my throat's killing me. (laughs) You're going to get an opportunity and you can be selective and say, Okay, yeah, like, you know, for him, maybe, you know, I could open this place in like a month because this real estate developer wants mm-hmm. to cut me a deal and do all the stuff like we've seen. Um, or maybe I just save up my money and I do it in two yeah. years or I find my own spot or I buy my own spot instead of trying to lease a spot. So there's a lot to it. But again, I think to circle back around, it goes to 
your gut and knowing your who heart, you are, yeah. what are your values, what do you care about, what, you know, we have written out three-year, five-year, 10-year goals mm-hmm. that are very specific, that are written out of personally and then also for the business, what we want. And for me, because I'm a psycho, that I love looking back at the three-year goals and the five-year goals yeah. that I've set, and we've knocked out a bunch of those, and mm-hmm. we're planning on going and doing the rest. Um but as much as you can kind of focus that and think, okay, big picture, what's the best case scenario plan for success. And then also, you know, if something happens and you're unsuccessful, everybody fails any great story of somebody, you know, Steve jobs or whatever, all that stuff. It's like failure leads to, you know, whatever. So at the end of the day, if you're passionate, you care about what you're doing, trust your gut, you know, you'll, you'll be able to, to do it in my opinion. Yeah. And people see that. People see a guy like Blake and see other people like him that are like, that guy really gives a shit that about used, what he's I mean, doing. that was us. Yeah. So, that Kalishians, I yeah. uh, hate that I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but they're killing it. And I think, you know, she's working on another food truck. She's working on maybe, you know, moving um, to something bigger. And so that's awesome. And, and if so, you're good to people, they're going to support you. Yeah. Which is what we've seen in our community. It's the love is there and mm-hmm. as long as you're good to them. So, yeah. So that doesn't really answer anything, but, you know. um, That was a long answer, Blake. (laughs) Yeah. And we need, we just need to do a podcast where we can kind of give our dumb advice on that in particular. But um, we didn't talk about F1. We didn't talk about a bunch of other stuff. So we'll have to save that for next time. Yeah. But um, that was good, though. We shared our surprise, our baby news. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. so we, we got a, probably another month or so, and then we may have to take a little break with Actually, the podcast. Actually, Paul said he was going to come to the delivery room okay. and, awesome. and do a podcast. Yeah, yeah we'll be uh, live streaming. Okay. okay. Live streaming. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, need, I'll bring my uh, my son to hold the blur. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah see? So yeah, like we'll saran keep going. wrap or something to make it kind of, you know, <laughs> opaque-ish. Yeah. Maybe we could do, uh, you know, we'll do we'll ticket it, do a live ticket yeah. event online. We're there. We our patreons they need they need they us. need content they, need they want content yeah they have to see baby Han. that's the least i can do <laughs> the best thing that you guys have ever cooked yeah, yeah that's a good point <laughs> um, i'm excited so yeah this has been awesome dallas has been awesome we uh we're gonna try to you know keep this thing rolling obviously it's a big um, part of it is up to your support so the patreon uh, followers yeah. have been awesome we're gonna try to get some sponsors too so we can keep this thing rolling um, if you know anybody that wants to sponsor Bush's Beans, maybe you could tag them, um, you know, hit them up and let's try to try to keep this thing rolling. So um, that's all I got. You got anything else? I'm done. Okay, let's go eat some nachos or chicken wings. Mm. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>